You guys, Easter Sunday is only two weekends away, and the Catholic Company is at it again. We will be going there for all of our Easter basket goodies. I just ordered The Thief Who Stole Heaven. It's a children's book that had me in tears. And I've been eyeing those beautiful saint boxes for my kids and my godkids. Use code UNRAVELEDPODCAST for 15% off at checkout. Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Here we are. Hi, B. Hey, how's it going, sis? Good. Just, you know, still on a high from our last week. What day is it? Today's Sunday. We left, like, what? Last Sunday. So it's been exactly a week. I know. Crazy. It's hard to believe. It's so hard to believe. Yeah, since our first ever retreat, Bridget and I put on um, one week ago today or a week and a half ago, last Wednesday, we got together and then um, it started Thursday night. We met all new women and it was 20 of us in this um, beautiful Airbnb and it was seamless and more than I think either of us imagined for sure. Uh, I just, I'm still in awe of everything that happened and, um, and just like the beautiful transformations that we were able to witness and after the weekend, um, the messages we've received and just like heard the inspirations that women have felt like um, being placed on their hearts since the um, weekend is just so, Mm -hmm. it's so freaking cool. I don't know what else to say about it. (laughs) I don't either. It's, I guess, fulfilling in the best way because, you know, you have these dreams, you, you go for these goals But this one was just different because it kind of came to us and we took this leap out of Mm -hmm. left field. But Mm -hmm. if you look at our lives, our friendship rather, in the last eight to nine years, it's, it makes so much sense that this Mm -hmm. is what it led to. And so it was just so beautiful to see God put the puzzle pieces together. And I've never felt so fulfilled after putting something on. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I think, um, too, like, it's just wild how like quickly um, people have shared too. Like I was just telling Ken's before we started recording that I was walking out of mass and a priest friend like pulled me aside and was like, oh my gosh, I heard about the retreat you guys threw. And, you know, the women I know who went on it just said like how life-changing it was. And it was just so cool to hear that from like a priest friend, you know, because- Someone random. Exactly. And um, I think that that just, there's been so many little conversations that we've both had that I think have been affirmation that this is such a need right now. And um, I think the biggest takeaway, and I, I did like an Instagram video about this on my stories a couple of days ago, but um, what it taught me is just like how important it is to answer promptings on your heart, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's a reason why God puts them there and far beyond you and I just putting this on, I think that he wanted other people to encounter him and to be re-inspired and to Mm -hmm. fall in love with him again, or they were all going through different 
different things. And the retreat brought women there for many different reasons. Some of them wanted to, you know, start a business or have a dream, or um, some of them just were there to um, kind of like reignite the spark um, of their faith. Mm -hmm. So I think to me, it was just like such affirmation that whenever you have like a big, crazy dream, it's just, it's so important to pursue it because God put it there for a reason. Totally, 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 totally. And the testimonies, which is so funny, we didn't ask for any testimonies like via social media at all. And for the next week after the retreat, we had something to post every day of some sweet new friend who wanted to share their story. And all their stories were different, right? Like each had a different spectacular experience. And I, that just warmed my heart and it changed me and I, and I think I, I knew mm-hmm. there was going to be some special graces mm-hmm. for not being in it, in it, but mm-hmm. you know, managing it right and there. Oh my gosh. It, there really was like, I don't, I, I wish that I got to know every girl so intimately. I know. That's our personalities. B and I, like, we want to be in it. Like, what's your story? What's your wound? Let's, heal. Yeah. Let's go. But we got to witness it happening organically without yeah. us pushing it, I guess. Exactly. I think that was the most beautiful part is like we brought the right people together to do who have different gifts, like all these women Mm -hmm. who agreed to speak and to be on the team. They all have such different gifts. And I think that was also a huge lesson in like, you can't expect to do it all. You can't expect to be the person who does everything the right way. And so maybe, um, maybe Mary was meant to pray over people in a very special way that, I mean, you and I prayed with people at the evening of prayer, but she really, um, felt called to kind of step out of the room to be out on the porch and just have Mm -hmm. women come out there and pray with her. And there was like a line of women that wanted to to have Mary pray over them. And so I think that showed me like we all have such unique and important gifts. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times as women, it is very hard for us to accept someone else's gift. Mm. Um, but I think what, what the weekend showed me is we all have like, maybe our gift is leading, you know, (laughs) like logistics and leading and bringing people together, like kind of that glue that brings people together. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also allowing, um, other female experts in different areas to come in and lead in their particular gifts, um, and their gifting. And so, I don't know, it was just so freaking cool to watch. (laughs) It really was. And you can't write this stuff. Like you can plan all you want, but it's going to come together. And the Holy Spirit definitely took over. This was not us. And that's what we wanted. We wanted him to work through us. And thank you, Jesus. He did. And speaking of gifts, like one of our favorite speakers, um, favorite, they're all our favorites. I'm just saying in general, um, Michelle Holden, Mm -hmm. life coach. She speaks specifically to your unique giftedness. Yes. And how powerful that is. I saw things that uh, you don't even think someone needs to hear a compliment or, or their giftedness. People who you imagine to be so successful have it all together. No, no, no. We all need to know our giftedness because it is so unique to us. To Bridget's point, yes. we need to be championing these other women and and and, and igniting their gifts for them, saying, hey, yes. I see this in you. And oh my gosh, you got to run with this. Like this mm-hmm. idea Bridget has about something she's working on right now. I'm like, yeah, you need to do this. Tell me how I can help because I know she's going to see it through. But that's her thing. And you have to like really push people to do that because who else is going to? Yes, we have ourselves, but we need each other. We need that. Yes. 
And I'm thankful it's so for that. true. It's it's so true. And I think that um, the reason why it worked was because like I really have to give give us a little bit of pat on the back and say like we didn't really control too much. Like I think we really trusted the women that we brought in. We let them roll with whatever was on their heart to share. And they they took it and ran. And it was like, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was like crying every single talk. <laughs> Are you I kidding? Thought... I was looking at you the whole time sobbing. Oh, and that was <laughs> That was some of the most beautiful moments for me was, you know, one of the speakers was giving their talk or their testimony and, and the whole room is like crying and taking notes and praying. And, and I would just look over at Mackenzie and it was like, we didn't even need to say anything. It was just kind of this unspoken, like, how did this happen? Like, how are we here? And how is this happening in this room right now? And, um, it was just, I, I, oh gosh. I'm still, I'm still just <laughs> shook by it. <laughs> I know. Even days after, be like when you made your uh, story, I kept telling myself to make one because it was so palpable. Like it was like in the throat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it still is like where you feel like if you say utter any word of, of the beauty of the retreat, you might just choke up. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> that for me too. Uh, so for... Really quickly for anyone listening who is interested in attending one. So we this was our guinea pig. We were like, we're not going to go crazy until we see how this one goes. But God showed up big time. So we are absolutely continuing. Um, and so we have a summer one in the works right now. We've received tons of emails from yeah. women who are interested. Um, but if you're listening to this and you are also interested, um, please just send us a DM with your information and we can add you to our mailing list. And as soon as we lock down the location and the date for the summer, we will let you know. Yeah, it's coming up. So I've already had people message me separately say, I'm waiting for my email, but we are still <laughs> gathering all, all the emails and there's been over 40. And so, and we don't have that much space. So it's imperative that we, you know, find the person we want to find exactly who should be there. I mean, God ordained the last one. He handpicked these people and we pray for the people that end up at this. Like yeah. we want you to be there for the reasons us to you know, pour into you in the perfect way you need. So we know the Holy Spirit will mm -hmm. lead us the right woman. And so we are going to try and give that over to him again. And mm -hmm. you will be hearing from us this week. So please let us know if we haven't heard from you yet. Even my mother-in-law wants to come back to the <laughs> And she's like, she just told Colin, I feel really guilty taking a spot. Maybe I need to back out and maybe watch Mackenzie's kids. Instead. Oh, <laughs> so just really. Hey, so if, if whoever wants to come or come back is welcome to come. Um, but um, yeah, we are just, we're so excited to continue this ministry and to kind of move beyond um, just the digital space because like we experienced um, at the retreat, like there is nothing that compares to um, in-person experiences and just feeling like it's palpable in the room when you're praying together, when you're dreaming together. And just when women come together in an encouraging place, like it was it was unreal. So, um, we, as long as God is going to let us do it, we're going to keep doing them. Amen. And this is just, um, a reminder to everyone to just take the leap because I'd be so bummed or maybe I just wouldn't know. And I'd be in a little funk if we didn't do this and we would just be still talking about this retreat dream and, 
dreams don't keep so i'm happy we did it but anyway that brings us to our what are we already in the fifth week of lent be how we're here it's crazy it's so crazy I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of glad it's passing. It's it's flying by because what a what a lengthy Lent. It's been a lengthy Lent, and I have to tell you this. I don't even know if it, you know how my mom does this thing every year. She sends all the kids a text about how they can earn Lent points during. Lent. Oh, time. You know this, and I'm gonna read it to you. She's so funny. So she went through all of them, and she's like, "Buenos dias." She's in Mexico. Do you feed the hungry? Have you um, been, you know, uh, here are your corporal works of mercy? Have you given drink to the thirsty? Giving alms to the poor, and she'll give us examples, and then we get points. All the things. Visit the imprisoned, shelter the homeless. And so she gave me 50 points, which means Bridget gets 50 points for um, the retreat. Oh <laughs> so, my gosh! So that is so funny. So I'm copying this from Eileen. I just want to say that right now. I will, once I have teenagers, I will be doing this Lent game. (laughs) Absolutely. But my point in saying this is like, yes, it's been the Lentiest Lent. And I'm never one to be like, I I can't stand when, you know, we all get lazy and Lent. We're like, I don't think I need to do anything because it's, you know, life's hard enough. But truly, I think God gave us the things we needed to do this Lent. Be like, we were so happy yeah. with this retreat. You're working at the diocese. We're trying to be good wives, good moms. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. He is giving us the opportunity to grow closer. <laughs> Don't worry. Like, and I, I have to give up chocolate for it. I agree with you. I I I think it was you who said this maybe on the last podcast, but how like um this new idea of like not giving up one thing, but just like trying to do small sacrifices throughout your day. And like the other day I was leaving the office and I was running kind of late to, to get the kids. And I really wanted an afternoon coffee. Like I felt like that's what I need to get me going. Like I need this to get through bedtime. And, and Duncan was right there staring me in the face. And I just was like, you know what? No, like I'm, I'm going to give that up. And I'm not sharing that to say like, Oh, Oh my gosh, I'm so great because that's such a small, tiny thing. But it's hard. But it was hard. <laughs> and, and I got in the car and I'm like, whoa, what does this say about me that this is so hard for me? <laughs> or what does it say about you that you could not, that you could walk away from it? Because that's really difficult in my mind. But yeah, I think it's, it's just picking small little things. Yes. And, and also like um, when you give something up, but you haven't been great at it, like what that exposes to you, like, um, like I did social media and in the beginning I was like, oh, cold turkey, 100% cold turkey. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty good for a long time, cold turkey. Yeah. And then with the retreat, I was giving myself loose rules like, oh, I'm going to get back on because I have to be doing behind the scenes for the retreat. Right. And now being back after the retreat, I have noticed myself like feeling like, oh, I just got to get on check. Like I just need to check this or check that. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like this is exposing a lot about me to myself, you know, but just being allowed to be exposed to bridge is so true. Like being able to see yourself like, Oh, okay, here we are. We're working on this. Like, dang, Yeah, it's true. I love that. It reminds me of the book, um, back to interior freedom. Why we're, you know, what we were doing during Lent reading this amazing book. It says there's this quote in it that, it's just so, it's so nice. It's about the present moment. And he says that the ladder of perfection has only one step. And that step is the step we take today. Wow. So let's, I think leaning on that is 
like if we could just meditate on that every morning yeah. like i have today how am i going to be my best not even today like this second like what am i doing right yeah. now to serve god and am i always bringing my thoughts back to jesus and um how he died for me on the cross and how he sees me like i think that's that's the game changer and we we want to do all these big things and like think so forward and future-esque and, and and it's just it's just stepping into this moment which is huge yeah I totally agree with you. Um, there was a part in this section that really jumped out to me um, where um, it was about uh, St. Therese, your girl. And um, she talked about how um, she, whenever she was interrupted, like if she was doing something and she knew she only had, it honestly reminded me of a mom at work. Like <laughs> she she would only have like pockets of time during her, her day to do something um, like creative or something um, that was um, out of her ordinary duties. And so she would like pray that she wouldn't be interrupted during that hour. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this sounds like nap time or something. Wow, like, yeah. And then, but then she said, um, um, when I finally found an hour or two to devote to the job, she applied herself in the following spirit. I, I choose to be interrupted. If a good sister comes to me to ask for some little service, instead of coldly sending her away, I will make an effort to accept the interruption with good grace. Um, wow. And if no one interrupts her, she will consider it a charming present from her loving God and be very grateful to him for that. And so that made me think of like all the times that I really feel like I need to control my day and like I'm trying to be better about that, especially like life with toddlers that we might think like, okay, today we're going to record a podcast. We're going to post on social media. We're going to advertise about the retreat. But in actuality with kids and a family, <laughs> I might only get to one of those things mm -hmm. and and I need to hold loosely, which was a huge theme of our retreat is just like – Something beautiful that Mary Lenneberg said in her talk, which is just, we all need to hold loosely to our plans on this earth because they, they really aren't ours. So yeah, that's that beautiful. Be Oh, and I'm so glad you like tightened the whole loosely thing. I get so frustrated sometimes, like, and it's always what my um, expectation is. It's never actually anything to get frustrated about like T wakes up early earlier than I thought or Franny blah 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 or I think I'm gonna have this quiet time and if it's interrupted I get so angry but who am I angry at this was not this this time was a gift in the first place it was yeah. never mine it was never mine to begin with so gosh hold loosely needs to be just written on our mm -hmm. mirrors every morning and totally I love that let allow interruption like almost like oh I'm so happy you interrupted me good this will make me a better person let me be interrupted yeah like to welcome it almost wow that's good stuff I love that and one thing we learned in this retreat going back to that with the whole loosely and the and just um being present and allowing this interior freedom this idea of interior freedom to soak in is mm -hmm. I think we really allowed ourselves um, just from the space and just by diving in headfirst to mm -hmm. be to this line of the book is each of us is priest, prophet, and king. Mm -hmm. And that was something you and I went back and forth about, like with having priests there or nuns or, you know, and being these lay women and holding this big religious um, retreat, this business retreat where we pour into one another. But mm -hmm. I think it was really powerful how we allowed God to be present through us and say, mm -hmm. 
speak through us. And it was really empowering for. Yeah. I think that, um, to, um, especially as like Catholic Christians, sometimes we can become so used to, um, like finding comfort in the authority of the church, which is so important. It's important that we have priests. It's important that we have leadership. Um, but like you said, like that priest, prophet, and king um, has been bestowed upon all of us. And so I think we both, we, we wanted to be learning. We wanted to be open with this first experience and to say, hey, if something feels like it's missing or it's it's odd, you know, then we'll kind of adjust that for the next one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know about you. The prayer evening was like one of mm-hmm. the most powerful, beautiful evenings. And you and I have been to like 10 years of retreats. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, we didn't, guys, like for people listening, we did not even have a musician and we were just playing like beautiful songs that mean a lot to us and that we thought that um, women there would would also connect with based on the Lexio that we were reading. And I mean, like the Holy Spirit was in that room, like like totally. 100% in that room. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's just, there's different um, atmospheres for different reasons. And I think for hosting such an intimate women's weekend, um, it just was affirmation to me that like women praying with women was like kind of what it needed to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't have changed a thing that uh, in that prayer evening specifically, it was so natural and authentic and um, just what we needed that night be. I really think so. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, yeah, and we're still learning and we're going to, you know, adjust accordingly. But I think it was good. It was so special to me. It helped me, honestly, it helped my prayer life. I think we were talking to one of our girls, Shaw, um, a couple of days later. And she was like, you guys, my prayer life is, I feel closer to God. And I yeah. feel that that way too. I feel closer than ever. Like I've been talking mm-hmm. to him more, like even in silly moments, totally. like, please help me with this right now. <laughs> I, feel, I feel whatever. I need you. You know, we need absolutely. And then also be how far I think we got to like page 80 and then we're going to do the rest of the book um, on our final podcast. But mm-hmm. our um, father Jacques speaks a lot about um, just like the graces you receive in each day and how suffering. He talks a lot about suffering, too, and how we should handle that and how we can't really. Um, he says this line that I really like. He says that the idea of suffering must be destroyed. So. So suffering in and of itself will happen um, Mm -hmm. in life and we all have to go through it. But what we need to let go of is that anticipation of suffering. That's where that fear comes in and that, um, you know, that worry and that unnecessary time. And that goes back to holding loosely. We can't hold tight onto what it could be, what suffering might feel like. We will have it, but we must let go of that. And what permission? honestly. And I think it goes with the retreat too, B, because we could plan all we wanted mm-hmm. and, and we did, but it, it became what it was going to become. And, and weren't we just shown so much like, wow, I need to trust more. I remember saying that to you like, Ooh, I need to trust God more. Oh so yeah. Thinking I know. I mean, there were so many times I think that like, I mean, I was joking beforehand so many times that like, I am such a worst case thinker, but like I almost do it to like make sure like if anything happens that I'm not surprised, but that's definitely not the way that we're meant to be. And, um, and I think one by one, the Lord showed me, okay, 
this isn't true. This isn't true. This didn't happen. This like, let me just like fulfill this tenfold to prove to you that nothing that you feared happened. I mean, it was like all beautiful. Yeah. Every single worry that we joked about or that, you know, one of us would bring up, like none of it happened, not a single thing. And so it goes back to like, you know, God being such a good father. Like it just, it, he just provided so much, um, goodness. But um, to your point about how this section talks about the suffering and all that, I love how in the beginning of this section, he talks about like badness isn't all bad, the positive mm -hmm. side of difficulties. And that whole page is really him. It's like page 50 to 53 or something. He talks mm -hmm. about how um, basically like it's a good thing to suffer because that brings you closer to the cross. And sometimes if you don't have the suffering, you don't make it that close to the cross. So it's almost like we should be grateful for the times in our life that feel like a valley because at that point in time, we are really like searching for him. And that definitely in my life, like that's been the case. Oh. Like whenever it's been hard for me, that is when I have clung to him more. And that, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that's how it should be. We should always be um, striving to um be strong in our faith but um but it's honestly like a relief to see suffering in that way wow i completely agree and enjoying those valleys that you're talking about i think i appreciated them more than ever this year mm -hmm. and i think yeah of course it's from covid19 and just the nuttiness of 2020 mm -hmm. generally it's like the peaceful moments are just extra beautiful. They almost feel like heaven sent them. Like, exactly. you know, a little taste, a, a sweet taste. And he says on one of those pages that we can't build up reserves of grace, but only receive them moment by moment. And I think that is the key to living in the moment is receiving them and being so grateful mm -hmm. for this mm -hmm. right here that I'm talking with you, my best friend over our podcast about our beautiful retreat, like this moment, like, Oh, everything is just lovely. Now, exactly. You know? That's the moment we're in. It's not tomorrow. It's not yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's here. So that is such a relief to me. Yeah. And it's yeah. so motivating too. It's like, if this is truly how we are going to strive to live, then every moment needs to be as like lived to the fullest as possible. So like if we're with the kids, like we need to embrace that. If we are doing our work, then like, okay, let's gung ho. Like, let's make this the best possible product we can make it. Yes. Um, and it's just like, that is such a motivation to me of like, okay, like really soaking up all of life in every moment. And like, that's the way the saints lived. Like that's the way we're meant to live. Mm -hmm. um, and um, there was also this other section. I don't recall what page, but he talked about, um, this idea of like not knowing um, oh. the idea of like not obsessing over God's will and that like a lot yes. of you remember that part it was yes, like, that moved me me yes, too about that. what was that he was like stop worrying about are you doing God's will like he was like a lot of times we're meant to live in that limbo of not knowing if we're doing it because that's going to help us and propel us to striving striving more to be who we're meant to be he was like if you ever achieve a level of like I know I'm doing what everything God wants me to do, then that becomes spiritual um, pride where yeah. we're, we're basically saying like, oh, we know we're perfect, you know, and we're, def <laughs> we're definitely doing God's will. And I was just like, 
I, I'm glad to hear this because I almost never feel like I'm fully doing what I meant to do. Right. That was what I took from it. I'm like, I'm always going to wait to do his will, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that feeling is. But that's good because it reminds me yeah. of Elizabeth Santora Marcolini talking about being in the waiting. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Her and talk was also, awesome. Her talk was awesome. And then it reminds me of yours and my tagline. There's no such thing as wasted time for the believer. Like that's all we Amen. have to do. But you're so right. It's such a comedy. Like, like when will we? We'll never have arrived. We'll never have. Arrived. We will never have unraveled fully. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, the God's will. I love it. Oh, so many things we could go on for hours and hours, people. I know. We better not. We'll. We better save it for the next one. Hopefully, the next um episode we have, you guys, we will have released um where our location is for our june retreat um and we just are so excited and honestly so thankful to all of our listeners if you do listen to our podcast please let us know because it is always a surprise and delight when i get a message or bridget gets a message we send it to each other and we're like oh this person listens i didn't even know and it just feels like we have another friend and we're really 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 grateful Yes. If you guys are listening to this, if you could leave us a review, that would be wonderful. Um, Just because we love to spread this um, podcast to as many circles as we can. And your feedback helps other women kind of know what we're all about. So we would absolutely love that and appreciate it. Yeah. Amen. Thank you guys. B, do you want to lead us in prayer? For this friendship, for the beauty that you have built over so many years. Um, For all the women uh, who joined us last week, we know that there's so much that those women are striving for, that they are working towards, that they are healing from. Um, We hope and pray that they are all still feeling loved, seen, and known by you as we prayed together for during that weekend. We pray for every single person listening to this podcast Um, their hopes, dreams, fears, worries, that you would just um, hold them close to your heart and um, to let us, all of us know that we are um, loved and known and cherished by you um, as daughters. Um, We ask this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcasts. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.